0: Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the How Have We Lasted This Long
1: as a Species edition. Oh my god, great question. <laughs> the answer is I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I really don't. I... <sighs> is it luck? I think so. I <laughs> yeah. I sunburn so easily. I have so many autoimmune problems. <laughs> it is a miracle that I am still alive. Yeah. It's a miracle
0: that we as humans yeah, are still alive. That's what I'm saying. Between what? all the sunburning and genocide,
1: how <laughs> are we still what? alive? What the genocide, you guys? We, <laughs> we didn't survive the genocide very well, but we're still here. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, today's in betweeny, <laughs> in betweeny
0: oldest known shark attack. Oh my god. And fossil hunter nearly eaten by alligator.
1: What? <laughs> Just being attacked by things that are older than us. (laughs) Sorry, left and right. Left and right. (laughs) Okay, tell me everything. (laughs) I gotta know.
0: I I am Jill Chacha, and I am with the uh, very
1: curious Marissa Riley. (laughs) I am fascinated. I love a shark attack, but an old shark attack? The oldest known shark attack. That's crazy. It's just discovered, yeah. And I think constantly about uh, if people get eaten by alligators. So this is a great episode for me. I hope our listeners feel the same. It's a
0: big day for you. That's great.
1: This is a big day for me.
0: (laughs) Uh, If this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. Dr. Riley here comes in cold and uh, learns everything in real time, just like you. It's
1: true. Uh, I had no idea what we were going to talk about. And then today during brunch, I was like, I was like, please give me a one-word hint. And all Jill told me was predators. (laughs) And I was like, that doesn't help at all. (laughs) But now I see that was the best one-word hint you could possibly give. Pretty good, right? Pretty amazing. Everything and nothing at the same time. (laughs) Story of my life! (laughs) Story of my feelings. Oh, my God. Jill, tell me... Tell me about everything. Tell I, me about everything and nothing. Okay, great.
0: Yeah, let's begin. Uh, let's begin with our first story, and to do so, we need to travel around the world to the beautiful archipelago that is Japan. Oh, I know. Uh, we're standing upon the Sukumo Shell Mound, located on the shores of the Seto Inland Sea in Okayama. Ah, I know. Now, where the hell is all of this? You ask. Well, I'm glad you asked, yes. uh, my friends. Please picture a map of Japan. Okay. The islands kind of form a comma, right? A, yeah. a shape of a comma a Agreed. little bit. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Okay. So point to nearly the very end okay. of that comma. And here is Hiroshima. Okay. Yes. And to the very northeast of that is Okayama. Ah. <laughs> here we are. That helps. So now back in 1860, this Tsukumo shell mound was slated for construction. To be completely devastated. Okay. But, wow. as, yeah, but as construction workers began digging, they immediately knew this area wasn't just wild shoreline. They seemed to have accidentally stumbled upon, you guessed it, a communal burial ground. What? <laughs> yes. No! Yes.
1: This is never a good thing! Please don't build a house over yeah. it!
0: Luckily, they did not. Good. Um, the first archaeological excavations took place in 1915, and they have continued ever since. Okay. Because, I mean, to put it bluntly, they have a lot of shit to look through here. Yeah. Uh, it turns out this area of Japan dates back more than 10,000 years oh to my. the Jomon period. Oh
1: my mm-hmm. god, the Jomon period! <laughs> right. It's so old, I've never even
0: heard of it. <laughs> wow. Uh, this period is described as a plentiful fisher-hunter-gatherer period oh. that has produced some of the oldest pottery in the world. Oh my god. That's amazing. I know, it's incredible. Now, along with these fun bits, archaeologists have also found more than 170 human remains. Holy shit. Buried respectfully in plots by the community that once lived there. Oh. Now, one of the bodies, dubbed Individual Number 24, okay. however, is unlike any body in this graveyard. And it turns out, unlike any known
1: body to date. What? Yeah. Oh my god. I, <laughs> is that a monster? No, based on the title, I think something else happened. But... I'm so curious. So curious.
0: So, Oxford researchers J. Alyssa White and Professor Rick Schulting excavated what looked to be the skeletonized torso of an adult male. Okay, okay, okay. Sounds normal so far. Okay. Just, just the torso. All right, all right. With a few additional bones not connected to the body, but just placed around him.
1: Okay. 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 Now, <laughs> deep breaths. Deep breaths. Something bad is about to happen, and yeah. I am ready. You ready? I am so ready. Give it to me, Jill. Okay, so she's had She's holding a cup of coffee right now. Yes, so. and shaking.
0: <laughs> so, ready. So, Doctor Marissa, I have a photo of individual number twenty-four's initial excavation. Oh my God, of course you do. <laughs> yes, I sure do. And with your expertise in cinema, especially uh, in the genre of horror, oh yeah, um, look upon this photo and please. Let us know if it raises any concern or, at the very least, intrigue. Um, okay. I haven't us- even <laughs> seen the photo, but I can already
1: uh, answer the concern question with yes. Okay. Uh, if I've learned anything from this podcast, uh, there are no – there are very few positive pictures. Yeah. It's a all, lot concerning. Of, all concerning. All concerning. All concerning photos. I I don't think I can wait any longer. Okay. I think you need to show me.
0: Uh, so all of our photos will be available on our social media stuffs. Oh. Details are in the uh, – Show notes, and this dog approves. So (laughs) if you hear it barking, If you hear a barking behind us, it's real. (laughs) Behind the scenes. Okay, I am bringing up a photo of number
1: 24. Okay. Um, Yeah. mm, Torso. Okay, so I see the torso. The torso is kind of on its side, like if you were to sleep on your side. Yeah. And then... The torso just ends at the hips. Yeah, and then <laughs> I like the I like the deep inhale. <laughs> and then I see, are there bones in front? Okay, so imagine yeah. if you're sleeping on your side, almost in fetal. Yeah, and then your torso just ends at the hips, and then there are some long bones in front of you. And then you would look like the skeleton. Um, yeah. Are there legs in front? Yeah,
0: you're exactly right. He's spooning his own legs and we we'll, well, we will get to it. Yeah.
1: I I we should get to this <laughs> yes. cuz I won't be able to stop thinking of this photo. Definitely look at this on social media. It's very hard to describe. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but spooning your own legs um I guess that's a good description of what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's a whole different kind of fetal.
0: Yeah. So, needless to say, they got to work trying to unravel the mystery of this mangled man. Uh, The heavily involved process included extraordinarily detailed CT scans, 3D scans, and forensic analysis. Amazing. All of which we're going to see in a moment. Okay. Okay. But first, after they literally put him back together and mapped the surface of what remained of his body... Dr. Marissa, according to LiveScience.com, what did they discover? All right. I would be happy
1: to let our (laughs) listeners know. All right. Quote, the remains of the man who died 3,000 years ago, sometime between 1370 BC and uh, 10,010 BC, showed traumatic lesions, scarring the majority of his skeleton with Most of the damage on his pelvis, left leg, shoulders, and arms. He was also missing his left hand, an entire right leg, and his left leg had been arranged upside down in the grave. End quote. I am haunted by those notes. Mm -hmm. It was one thing to see the skeleton. But sometimes more information doesn't make you feel better. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it makes you feel more nervous.
0: No, that's a lot of things to miss and in the wrong place. Yeah, that's mm. a lot going on. Yeah, uh, my friends, that's just the start. Uh, nearly every inch of this guy had some form of injury. Oh my God. Uh, he had he had at least seven hundred and ninety traumatic cuts. Oh my God. Punctures, fractures from blunt force trauma, and deep crisscrossing gouges caused by something with v-shaped edges mm. yeah mm. so to put 790 injuries into perspective an adult has about 206 bones oh my god so, he had three times as many injuries as
1: bones that would be like all of your bones each got three injuries yeah exactly but god this is crazy the thing is i i i remember the title so I have an idea where this is going but if I didn't know that I would be like was he like subjected to some form of exhausting um torture yeah over and over again it sounds like it I mean I've seen Game of Thrones so and I've you know read a couple things I've listened to a couple murder podcasts and I'm like I I've yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that was what it was. I yeah. don't think that's what it, it is. It sounds like
0: it, but it, yeah, we will get into it. And yeah. How quickly it happened, by the way. So, oh, my God. speaking of bones, we should probably take a look at some of those scans. Oh, yes, we should. So, uh, there, Of course, these will also be available on our social media. Tick, not We're not on TikTok yet. Uh, not yet. We are on uh, Twitter. Twitter. And Instagram. Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, you could also bear witness to the historic unfortunate damage, but... Dr. Marissa, we're about to see some actual bones, and a skeletal recreation covered in like red dots. Okay. And each dot indicates where a cut was located. Okay. Oh my god!
1: Please. Oh my god! Sorry, I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Please tell us how many red marks you see, and also what's missing.
1: Okay, I would love to. Okay,
0: here we go. I'm scrolling down.
1: Okay. Oh my god. All right. All right. Feel
0: free to move the cursor, and so you can. It's, it's impossible to put on one page all of the injuries.
1: First, I'm going to start with the fact that his skull looks great. Right? I I mean, it... considering what I'm about to go deep into, yeah. the head looks fucking awesome. According to this particular photo, uh, nothing happened to it. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. But let's, you know, let's start with the rest of the body. Um, <laughs> I see... Red dots covering a majority of everything from the neck down.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, particularly on the right, uh, the left shoulder, um, the ribs, uh, around uh, the forearm, the hips. Yeah. Um, there is a, the hand is missing, one of the hands is missing, an entire leg is missing. I don't see a foot. Um and it's just like these red dots are just everywhere, especially on the remaining leg and especially on the hips and ribs. Yeah. So, and then if we, the cool thing about this photo is it zooms in on the actual, this is like a, a, I guess like an x-ray with the red dots, but then it zooms in on particular bones and you can actually see these yeah. cuts. You can see little nicks. Yeah. You can see punctures you can see scratches um some are deeper than others some are just pointy like dots and man what happened to this person really happened to this person and i can only imagine what happened to their flesh and their organs and everything else Uh we just get to see the bones i know um but i can imagine doctors and scientists can infer quite a bit more from just the bones oh
0: yeah bones say everything yeah,
1: yeah. as as a fellow doctor um <laughs> based on the bones here i can tell something bad happened to this person not a good day no as a wise doctor something
0: bad happens
1: yeah yep so, my diagnosis
0: now the two oxford researchers uh according to them the cuts and the lacerations are textbook examples of a shark attack yep Yep, yep, yep. And oddly enough, the parts missing actually paint a vivid picture of what happened. Oh. Yeah. Livescience.com noted, quote, wounds were heavily concentrated around the left hip and leg, hinting that the man may have lost his left hand while trying to defend that part of the body. Oh, that makes total sense. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, Long bones in the arms and legs showed bites from numerous directions suggesting that the shark continued circling and tearing at the corpse after the man was dead. Wow. End quote. Yeah. Now, that is so goddamn awful to hear, but believe it or not, there is a touching ending to this case, revealing a very tight-knit community. Aww. Um Yeah. The pair's research paper called 3,000-Year-Old Shark Attack Victim, victim from sukumo shell mound included some post-mortem forensic evidence that suggested his body was recovered quickly after the attack
1: oh my gosh
0: yeah. for example there's no evidence of other types of animal bites it's you know he wasn't floating out there
1: basically. yeah they yeah. they in our culture they really cared about this body and they didn't want it right. being picked at by exactly Earth. i don't think anyone's yeah. loved ones right they don't, anyone no one wants that yeah
0: It's very possible he was out fishing with a group, and it was that group who collected the remains after it was safe to return in the water. Uh, He was then buried with his people at the cemetery, according to the Jomon funerary practices. Aww. Uh, As to which species of shark may have been involved, it's hard to say exactly, but the paper notes, quote, remains of both tiger and white sharks have been found in the Jomon period sites.
1: I mean, those are the two wildest. Yeah human-eating sharks that I've heard of, I don't know very much about that other than when you hear of a shark attack, that's one of those. Yeah, like,
0: they give no fucks. Yeah. yeah it's pretty
1: great. Yeah, Amazing. <laughs>
0: um, but like all shark attacks, this random moment 3,000 years ago is equal parts tragic and rare. The last shark attack in Japan was in 2016. Wow. And between 1862 and 2016, there have only been a total of 27 shark attacks.
1: Oh. I know. My God. That's it. it. This yeah. is extremely rare. It's, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, how rare is it to uh, find a communal grave and have one of those people be someone who was attacked by a shark? I know. How that is incredibly incredible. rare. Incredible. That is, and, and I know this is like about death and stuff, but this is so cool. This is so goddamn interesting. interesting. Very interesting.
0: Wow. Yeah. As rare as these attacks are, this particular event is historic, just like you said. Yeah. It is the oldest evidence of a shark attack, beating the last case by a thousand years. <sighs> and as co-author Dr. Mike, dark, dark, <laughs> dark, dark, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mark Hudson told Oxford University News, quote, this find not only provides a new perspective on ancient Japan, but is also a rare example of archaeologists being able to reconstruct a dramatic episode in the life of a Neolithic community,
1: end quote. That's amazing. Yeah. That is the coolest thing. It is.
0: And it's cool. It's a little bit of a bummer. So after the break, we're going to the only place on earth that could possibly lighten the mood. Florida! That's,
1: right.
0: That's right. Ah, Florida!
1: I fucking love Florida, man. We're going to Florida. Yes.
0: We're going back to Florida, and we're going to talk about a man who got his head stuck in an alligator and survived. Amazing!
1: <laughs> Stay tuned. Please do. We're the All Creatures Podcast. Each week, Angie and I explore and share amazing details about the many animals we share our world with. Plus, Chris and I are both PhD scientists and educators. So we do the deep dives in the scientific research and then come back and share what we learn in a fun and casual way. We also speak with other scientists, animal experts, activists, and many other conservation enthusiasts from all over the planet. So you can find the All Creatures Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, GoodPods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And we're searching through the extremely murky waters of the Mayaka River. For megalodon teeth. Oh my god, megalodons! (laughs) Love me a megalodon. Well, for folks who don't know where the fuck Mayaka River is and what the fuck a megalodon tooth is, uh, don't worry, I got you. Uh, Everyone, please imagine the unfortunate shape of Florida. Okay. Okay, now. (laughs) (laughs) Point to the middle of the West Coast. You got it. There is Tampa. Okay. Now move your finger south about an inch and here we are at the majestic Mayaca River, which flows through 58 miles of wild wetland. Whoa. I know. According to floridastateparks.org, the Mayaca River State Park is Florida's first state-designated wild and scenic river. And, quote, boating, fishing, canoeing, and kayaking are popular activities on the water, while, while hikers... And bicyclists explore miles of trails and back roads. I End can quote.
1: only imagine how many Instagram photos are taken there. Of oh, yeah. Healthy, uh, in quotes, healthy, happy people. <laughs> also, I can imagine, I don't know, back on the day, uh, back in the day on dating apps, Everyone had a hiking picture mm. that was like required. You yeah. had a picture with an animal and you had a hiking picture. I had neither, <laughs> so I was like, "I'm never gonna find love," but I did. And that's, but, that's why I was in it. Like she does, she's not holding up a fish or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know, like, I know. But you know, like half of the people there are like, "I gotta get my hiking picture. Uh, I gotta get my Tinder hiking picture or whatever people use now. I don't know. It changes every like year and a half." So so.
0: Yeah, this is the perfect place to do it. Yep. And admission is super affordable. Anywhere from a wee $2 for a day pass. Nice. To $70 a night for a cabin. Oh. Yeah. And if you fancy traversing down the Mayaka River, you can rent a canoe for $20 an hour. This is all so reasonable. Yeah. I know. You've almost talked me into it. <laughs> almost. Now, as for those megalodons, uh, if the name scares you, it should. Yeah. We covered these massive massive creatures back in in between 021 yeah yeah if you haven't had a listen please do We go into perfect detail perfect (laughs) (laughs) in the meantime just to give you an idea about the size and behavior of these ancient extinct sharks i'll quickly sum up what we talked about and there was a recent discovery about their offspring uh how it was determined that the mother herself anywhere from 44 to 56 feet in length. Real thing. Real thing. Uh, She would give birth to one live pup, itself about six feet long.
1: Which is extraordinary and kind of weird, kind of different.
0: It's, uh, yeah, and before that pup would pop out, uh, it would eat its other large siblings in the womb. uh, Yeah. To gain weight and to win the chance of being sole heir. So, so you
1: thought your siblings were, uh, uh, what's the word, competitive? I don't know. I'm an only child, so I just... you ate your siblings in the womb. Oh, <laughs> I did it! I won! I am the megalodon heir. Put that on a shirt. Uh, Congratulations! I feel great. It's gonna raise my spirits. Yeah. Keep them high for the next two weeks.
0: So, just like with sharks today, these literal beasts had rows of teeth. Oh. Five. Five rows of teeth, to be exact. I forgot about that. Yeah. And the purpose was, when one tooth fell out, another would be replaced. So, it'd, like, slip right in. Uh, Some teeth, by the way, were seven inches in length. Holy shit. Very efficient. Very scary. Just gigantic. Um, These sharks were at the top of the food chain for, like, 20 million goddamn years. Yeah which means there's a lot of teeth at the bottom of lakes and rivers. Uh, Their sheer size and abundance makes them collectibles among budding paleontologists to jewelry makers. Jewelry makers like 25-year-old Jeffrey Heim, who, my friends, is very lucky to be alive. Jeffrey! Mm -hmm. Jeffrey, I'm stressed. (laughs) Yeah. Now, we all make mistakes in our mid-20s. Oh, all of us. (laughs) So, boy, howdy. Jeffrey made... A big one. Oh no. You see, he decided to go diving for teeth in the mayaka wetlands on May thirty first. Okay. Dead smack in the middle of you guessed it. Alligator mating season. Oh my god, no. <laughs> yes, Jill, no. I know.
1: Oh, Jill, and I remember the title too. <laughs> I'm so stressed. Right, it comes on slow, this when you remember the title. And Jill? then you remember the title at like Oh, God, this is... Okay, tell me everything. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, Dr. Marissa, please give us some alligator facts and a little bit more insight as provided by the
1: Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission. I would absolutely love to. All right, quote, nearly all alligators become sexually mature by the time they reach approximately seven feet in length, although females can reach maturity at six feet. Fuck yeah. (laughs) A female may require 10 to 15 years and a male 8 to 12 years to reach these lengths. Courtship begins in early April and mating occurs in May or June this fast. Females <laughs> females build a mound of a mound nest of soil, vegetation or debris and deposit an average of 36 to 40 no wait, 32 to 46 eggs in late June or early July. Incubation requires approximately 63 to 68 days. Actually, I'm waiting for the dog to finish. It's (laughs) It's just just, agreeing with you. It's so excited about this topic. I'm just going to talk over the dog and we'll see what happens. Incubation requires approximately 63 to 68. Okay, it's done. 63 to 68 days and hatching occurs from mid-August. Through early September. End quote. So basically, it, it's like the crazy. It's like the fastest relationship I've ever heard of. Yeah. They meet in April. Yep. They mate. They, you know, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the summer. Yeah. And then by the fall, they have uh, what is it? Uh, thirty-two to forty-six babies. Yeah. Done it's and done. Wild. Yeah. Just wild.
0: That's you know, live fast, die. Dying. Millions of years later, yes. <laughs> it works. I guess it works. What a vibe! So, uh, from what Jeffrey can recollect, he was <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> he was diving at his usual spot along the river when, from his best estimate, a six-foot-long gator went for his head. No, not his arm, not his leg, his actual head. Oh my god! Yeah, quote, "He got me right here," said Heim, as he rubbed his head. That now has more than 30 staples. 30 staples. Quote, I get bit and pulled, and what felt like a boat hitting me with its full force, he said, I thought I was going to die right there. End quote. Oh, from an inter- yeah, From an interview with Bay News, Channel 9. I gotta ask, how yeah. did he not die? That's, that's, a, that's a great question. Okay, yeah. okay. We're, we're going to address that. Okay, cool. And see some video. Ah! <laughs> that's right. Extra screaming this Extra episode. Screaming. Um, now, because I love each and every one of you, I looked up how to survive a gator attack. Amazing! Sorry. Everyone get out their notepad. <laughs> Sorry. And of course, the first piece of advice to come up is to avoid alligators to begin with and to keep your distance Agreed. from 15 to 30 feet if you can. But... This piece of advice wouldn't help Jeff. No. So let's move on. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what could be done if you find yourself in the worst case scenario.
1: I would love to let everyone out, including myself. <laughs> okay. According to popscide.com, if an alligator picks a fight in the water, you no longer have the upper hand. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The animal is a much better swimmer than you. It might try to roll after it latches onto a limb. If that happens, don't try to stop it. Roll with it, but fight like your life depends on it. Because it might. (laughs) Poke, oh, this is great. Poke it in the eyes, shove an arm down its throat, and punch it on the end of its sensitive snout. Quote, the key is to convince the alligator that you're not worth the trouble. Frank Mazzotti, professor of wildlife ecology at the University of Florida, Florida says he also points out that alligators often bite and then immediately let go more than 36% of the time, according to the Journal of Wildlife Management or bite and then loosen their grip to readjust. If they do, take that as an opportunity to escape, end quote. Okay, so basically, mm-hmm. you need to be annoying. Yes. Or just wait for them to loosen up a little bit. Yeah. Which will happen more than 36% of the time. Right. I don't like that number at it, all. That's
0: still too low for me. I, I like the punching and the being annoying. I can do that. I can be
1: I can be so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So punch it in the nose uh what is the other one poke it in the eyes I love yeah. that one shove an arm down its throat um yeah so one of those things also if it starts to roll roll with it
0: roll with it put it on a tote
1: put roll, it a- roll with it roll with it yeah
0: <laughs> put it on a coffee mug
1: let's do it <laughs> a- merch shell.
0: yeah and then when someone asks you you know roll with what you can give them the story about Jeff <laughs>
1: Unlucky Jeff.
0: Yeah, they won't see it coming. No, no one will.
1: He, as he definitely didn't. (laughs) Did not.
0: Uh, Now I don't know if Jeff fought or if the gator bit as a warning and let him go. But thankfully, Jeff did get away, and he was conscious the entire time. It
1: was horrifying.
0: Yeah, he was even able to. You guessed it. Make an Instagram post of his ambulance ride, and I'm gonna play it for you.
1: I, (laughs) Jeff yeah it's amazing yeah. thank you but also you really didn't have <laughs> you to didn't,
0: man you really didn't you really didn't so i'm gonna play that um and if you want to see it uh just search bay news nine and jeffrey heim on shark attack i'm sorry alligator attack and it should come up so amazing th- this is about 55 seconds in uh if you want to search the whole video or you can look for his Instagram, we'll talk about his Instagram in a minute.
1: Okay. So. And before we get started, I can already see mm-hmm. um, the beginning of it. And it's literally him um, with his head completely taped up and like a neck brace. His, you know, his whole head is wrapped up in, in white stuff. And uh, it looks like he's holding the iPhone facing him. Yeah. So it's like he's taking a selfie mm-hmm. in a gurney.
0: Yeah, exactly. Here we go. And let's listen to what he has to say.
1: Amazing to the hospital oh my god hey guys just wanted to let you know i'm doing all right just really really wanted a megalodon tooth he wanted those <laughs> oh my god i don't know if you guys heard that again this is like him selfie style uh, uh, taping himself yeah ah, taping i'm so old <laughs> <laughs> recording whatever and he just said hey just wanted to let you know i'm okay i really wanted a megalodon tooth amazing yeah. amazing jeff amazing amazing
0: yeah so uh yeah he's super wrapped up just like you said he had a neck brace huge thick wrapping of gauze around his head yeah and that's because my friends the back of his skull was practically detached jeez yeah. oh i'm super stoked to tell you jeff survived thanks to the incredible work of doctors and nurses who put him back together again with 30 staples
1: amazing thank you doctors and nurses All yeah, right. Needless to say, Jeff has
0: learned a lot from this experience, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, such as, quote, what it feels like to be inside their mouths, okay. end quote, but also, quote, it was a humbling experience. I won't stop, but I'm just going to change the way I do it. Okay, fair. Maybe not so much the rivers, especially not during mating se- season, end quote, as said to Bay News Channel 9.
1: Amazing takeaway. Right? Yep. He's going to get back on the horse, but not during mating season and in a different place Mm -hmm. and be much safer.
0: Well, um, (laughs) I just want to say we love Jeff. We love you, Jeff. We love you, Jeff. But Jeff, you went back to the river three days later. Jeff! Yes. Jeff! No! Jeff! Yeah, he went back on June 3rd. So, um, And we know this because there's a video on his Instagram. Oh, there's My another God. video I think it's us making the dog bark.
1: <laughs> I know I think the dog hears us screaming and the dog is like are you guys okay is there an alligator in there do I need to come get the alligator um, yeah it's totally us yeah it's totally us right. whoops
0: okay it's... well we're almost done yeah. so anyway he Jeff posted a video on his Instagram at Sharko without an A S-H-R-K-C-O okay and I'm gonna play it And, Dr. Marissa, why I want to show it to you is because it fully reveals the extent of Jeff's incredible survival story. Um, And you're going to know what I mean when you see it. Oh, my God. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Please tell us what you see, and I'll have a screenshot of the previous video and a screenshot of the big reveal from this video on our social media stuff. So please come on by and take a look. Um, Let me pull up at
1: Sharko on Instagram. All right. Yeah. So first of all, I see Jeff in front of the river again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, play play me the video. Yeah.
0: OK. Uh, how about his face? What do you see over here first? Um,
1: it looks like one of his eyes is closed. Yeah. Um, I thought that might just be that it was frozen at a bad angle. Uh, but no, one of his eyes is closed. Swollen shut. Oh, my god. All right, here we go. OK. All right, so we're actually back at ground zero where I got bit. Right here's the spot. Oh, my God. Right under there. Wow, okay. Now I have Mike with I Hunt Dead Things actually going back in the water. No. Looking for my GoPro, which has the footage on it right there. Oh, my God. So FWC did a good job, and they removed a six-foot, four-inch gator out of here. And now, judging by my head... (gasps) Wow! see the curve right... Yeah. Okay, all right, let's take this apart. So him and what seems like a friend who is more equipped to do this... I guess. ...are uh, on a boat in this river, and he's like, we're back, and we're trying to recover a GoPro I yeah. used which, uh, during the attack.
0: Yeah, which I don't think they ever found, by
1: the way. <sighs> it's, a, yeah. it's disappointing. I wish they looked at a different time, but yeah. I get why they'd want to look. Um, but also, maybe he shouldn't go back to this river for a while. <laughs> um Yeah, he's in good spirits. His eye is swollen shut. And other than that, he looks pretty normal from the front. And then he turned his head and quite a bit of his hair in the back was shaved off. And it was like something from Saw. Like, Like, there were staples in like... A big curve, like, we'll have to post this photo, but it was the, what, 30 staples? 30 staples, yeah. Not stitches, staples. Staples holding everything together. And it's, like, not, like, one straight line, not, like, a clean straight line. It's, like, all zigzagging over the place. Yeah. So when you see it, you – I mean, don't look at it if you're a little squeamish. That's totally understandable. Blood gets me sometimes, too. But it is –
0: intense yeah it's It's fucking
1: wicked wicked wicked
0: wicked wicked situation um other than that he seems like he's doing great though yeah yeah he's doing great he's a very lucky dude he's very passionate and we're so glad you're okay jeff and still doing what you love to do (laughs) yep but gentle reminder there's about 1.3 million wild gators out there holy
1: shit yeah jeff reminds me of the time that once i ate this burrito and i got this is not the same at all, but mildly, and I got two days of food poisoning oh. and the food poisoning was like throw up kind of food poisoning, and I just kept throwing up so much that I became dehydrated, yeah. and I wanted to cry, yeah uh, because i I was bummed about it, sure, but i couldn 't cry because i there was just no water in my <laughs> body at all, yeah, and um that was the day where i just i couldn't watch anything other than keeping up with the Kardashians. That just made sense. It was 2009. We didn't know how terrible they were. And it was the only <laughs> thing on television because I didn't have streaming yet. Yeah. And um, so that kind of added more pain. And then I had to go to the emergency center on my college campus Ooh. to get fluids. Yeah. And um, then what did I eat two weeks later? A burrito <laughs> from the same place. No way. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. So me and Jeff, in your twenties, you know. Yeah, Just... you're. You think you're invincible? You're not. <laughs> stop eating burritos and and <laughs> be careful during gator mating season. I think that's the takeaway here. Um, well, I think you should never stop
0: eating burritos, but no. be more careful with the the whole 1.3 million wild gators out there getting be feisty. Very yeah. careful. <laughs> so... I don't know, but thank you for listening, subscribing, telling your friends about, you know, all of this crazy shit. It's just, it's incredible. Thank you so much for subscribing and all that stuff. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, please stay interesting. Please do.